Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. If you haven't already subscribed, please take just a second to click the subscribe button so you can be notified as soon as the latest episode is posted. Today, we'll be discussing the relationship between appraisers and real estate agents and what they can learn from each other to keep the communication lines open. I'm Jim Morrison, and we'll be speaking with Joan Price, CEO of Altera Group, and Kim Bell, realtor, appraiser, and real estate instructor from Florida. Joan? Thank you, Jim, and welcome, Kim. It's so nice to virtually meet you. I've known you on uh, social media now for a while, and uh, welcome. Thank you so much. It's great to be here with you. So why don't we start with just a little bit about your background and how you managed to uh, wear both hats and uh, maintain your sanity in this crazy market we're in. Well, one thing to keep in mind is that I do not do this solo. I have a wonderful team behind me that supports me and encourages me and helps to handle all of the behind the scenes activities that are so very much needed in this real estate world. Um, I did start back in 1991 when I bought my very first house and I thought, boy, that was just so easy. I think I might be able to do that for a living. And little did I know it, it's not easy. But it certainly is rewarding and it does give us a lot of flexibility and opportunities to be able to help people buy and sell homes. And um, after a little while, back in 1998, I decided I needed to do something a little bit different uh, for my life and for my family, personally and professionally. So I decided to go ahead and become a certified appraiser. And at that point, I figured, well, I'll go ahead and do this full time. And then somehow my life dragged me back into selling real estate full time in 2003. And since then, I've, I've become a top producer here in our Daytona Beach, Florida area. And I've started my appraisal business in 2003. I was with someone else prior. And I just love what I do. And I, I just love being able to meet people and have different activities and different faces and different stories each and every day. It's, it's, it's actually amazing to have a, a career like this where you can have something brand new every single day and meet new people and have it be exciting and changing. Um, but on the other hand, there are also challenges like any business, any career, any life. There are challenges, and I think that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit more today, right? Yes, we are. So let's um, let's wind the clock back a little bit to the home valuation code of conduct, because that was a definite line in the sand, if you will, that uh, nobody in the appraisal space or the real estate space forgot about. Um, so that created some unusual tensions, I, I think. And so let's talk a little bit about the cat and dog world of appraisers and, and real estate agents. And, you know, does it really have to be that way? I, I want to say absolutely does not have to be that way. We do not have to be argumentative with each other. We do not have to be on different sides of the fence. Professionally, we need to actually come together and to be more of a team in order to get the job done. Not necessarily saying that we are a team and that we're all there for the same goal, but we are all there for the client. It's about the client and we need to stay professional and calm and courteous in order to get our goals met. Yes, I, I couldn't agree more with you. And and let's come back in a minute. I'm going to break right here and turn it back over to Jim for a commercial message. But when we come back, let's talk about some of those, what are appropriate communications and what are inappropriate 
communication. So Jim. As the provider of innovative appraisal solutions for more than 40 years, ACI is a trusted industry leader. Join the thousands of appraisers in many of the largest appraisal companies that use ACI software in the US and Canada to optimize their business. The ACI One individual plan is available today for $649 and includes forms and rules, sketch software, unlimited location and flood maps, public record data, ACI Open House, and more. For more information, visit ACIweb.com. Thank you. So, so Kim, when a real estate agent has a complex property, I presume, I, I don't know, you're going to have to tell me, is it normal course of business a real estate agent puts together the comps that they used in pricing the home? And do they share that with the appraiser so they understand the rationale behind their CMA? That is an excellent point. I do absolutely believe that every real estate agent should put together a packet to provide to an appraiser. I actually have what I call my appraisal cheat sheet when I send that out to realtors before going to the property. And I ask them all of the things that are very pertinent about not only the property, but then I also invite them to please send me any sales that they might have. I also send them the Fannie Mae suggested guidelines for comparable sales so that they know what we are looking for so that we can be on the same page. Right. That's a really good idea because having people armed with knowledge is never a bad thing. And otherwise they insert their own set of rules about what they think the appraiser should look at. So you're right. If they have those guidelines in front of them, that helps them have a better understanding. So, all right. So put your appraiser hat on and what happens when that value isn't supported and they didn't have appropriate comps in their um, competitive market analysis? What do you do? Typically, I can only contact my client, which is usually the lender. And in the case with VA appraisals, they allow us to initiate the tidewater. And that means I can go ahead and contact the client, the lender, and I can speak with them and let them know that it appears that the value of the property may not meet their contract price. And it gives them an opportunity to provide us with comparable sales. Otherwise, I am not permitted per use path to contact the realtors or the buyer or the seller to discuss the value with them unless I have permission from the client. What do you do in the event that uh, when you go to make an appointment for an appraisal and the agent says, no, I'm not letting you in, you cut the value on my last deal? How do you handle that? Other than getting mad initially, but uh, once you calm down, how do you handle it? Personally, I have not had that issue um, as the appraiser for a transaction. I've not had that ever happen to me. As a realtor, I have had situations when it's my listing where the lender was going to send out an appraiser that was not familiar with our area and did not have access to our MLS. And I have been successful in contacting lenders to let them know that I don't believe the appraiser is geographically competent and they have reassigned the appraisal. 
Now, I have several friends who have told me that they have had that conversation with a realtor that says, no, I'm not going to let you in. And it's my understanding that the realtor is not the party that is really allowed to do that and or should be doing that. If the seller says, no, I've heard of this person, I know that they're maybe not as experienced as I would like or, or, or not from this area or whatnot. If the seller says, I don't want that party in my home, I believe that that would be correct. However, I believe per the code of ethics and per use path, the seller or the realtor should not really be the ones letting someone in or not letting someone in. It's not uh, professional. It's not courteous. Um, if they have an issue regarding that person's maybe experience or geographic area that they should not be working in, politely um, let them know you'll just write down their name and number and you'll get back to them and have that discussion with the lender only. Yes, um, it is, though, uh, while it's not a violation for the homeowner, it would be a violation for the lender to allow the homeowner to dictate who the appraiser is going to be. Then the lender is going to get sideways with uh, Dodd-Frank and the Fannie and Freddie Air requirements for sure. Um, Let's take another break and then we'll come back and talk about some more what ifs. Appraisers, if you've grown frustrated with endlessly pursuing new appraisal work and not reaping any of the benefits, Metro West is here to help. They understand and work to alleviate the pain points commonly felt by appraisers to enable personal and financial growth for their staff. After all, they've been owned and operated by appraisers since the company opened in 1987. Metro West Appraisal is an equal opportunity employer, and they're always looking for certified residential real estate appraisers to join their team. Visit Metro West APPR dot com slash careers or email careers at metrowestappr.com. Thank you. So, Kim, we talked a little bit about what's appropriate behavior. Let's talk about what's inappropriate because you and I see a little bit of this in uh, social media um, where well, it, you know, it's both sides of the equation. The Maybe uh, the listing agent's a little bit lazy and won't meet the appraiser. That's one scenario. The other scenario is the appraisers being really difficult in terms of, you know, I can only come at this time. So how... How do you get over those objections without uh, getting everybody's anger elevated? That's actually a topic that I take on lovingly. I like to share with my realtor associates that I don't think you should be arguing about who has to go meet the appraiser. I think that both parties should be arguing about who gets to meet the appraiser. It's an advantage to be able to meet the appraiser, to be able to have a good conversation, good, professional, kind, courteous conversation. Be helpful in the regard that have the door open, have all the lights on, have all the doors on the inside open during the environment that we're in right now. And then kindly step out of the way, give the appraiser some space, let them do their job. And if they have any questions, be there to answer them. And then also have your comparable sales available so that you can pass those along. And if you have a survey and a blueprint and any additional information, especially about solar systems, that's a hot topic these days. Are the solar systems there? If there are any, are they leased or are they owned? Are there any loans against them? Things like that. 
be helpful and answer those questions and don't argue about who has to go. Yeah, it doesn't a lot of it just sort of go back to the listing itself. The more factual data that's actually entered into the listing. I mean, I know as an appraiser in the field for years that just chasing down that can waste an awful lot of time that could have been more productively spent doing other things. That's another hot topic for me and for many other appraisers is that, please, we want all of our realtors to get all of the information in the MLS accurately and correctly. Um, If there's a little tiny peekaboo view of the river or the ocean, but there really isn't, um, be factual, be straight up, be honest about all of the, the characteristics of the subject property so that we can do the job correctly and efficiently. We are typically on a very tight timeline. And if we have to go and search out all of this information that should be in MLS correctly, it could make the turn time on that report a little bit longer. And we don't want to do that. Agreed. So one of the other things, uh, again, sort of back to the quality of the listing itself, I don't think anything's changed over the years. Appraisers are still required to verify the terms of the transaction. Are realtors receptive to appraisers calling and asking information about comps or, or do they get shut down? I believe it's the way in which the person calling, requesting information begins the conversation. So um, if you're calling, if you're the appraiser and you're calling for information to verify a sale, it's always great to, again, remain courteous, professional, kind, identify who you are and who you work for, and let them know why you're asking questions. That usually breaks down the wall that might have been there initially. And um, when I call realtors in town, most of them have my number. Most of them know me since I've been here for a long time. However, um, the ones that are fairly new or the ones that I don't know, I just simply identify myself, give them the information that I'm working on a property in that area. I just need to verify that the sale did indeed happen. Um, Sometimes they'll get short with me and they'll say, well, it's an MLS. And I'll explain to them, I do have to verify that data because it might not be in public records yet if it has just closed and also verifying the number of bedrooms and bathrooms in the garage and if there were any concessions and what they were and why they were, it helps us to do a better job on the appraisal. So uh, back in uh, uh, the town uh, in Maryland where I lived for a number of years, uh, one of the, or in fact, the top producing agent there hires an appraiser for every single listing. I think it is the most brilliant move ever made. She pays for it herself. And I think she does it for a number of reasons. First of all, it's a fairly small town and most of the folks who list with her are close personal friends. And so it's really tough when you say, hey, uh, what do you think your home is worth? And they say 400000 but the agent's thinking more like three fifty on a good day. She doesn't want to deliver that bad news. So she hires a professional who's an independent third party 
and makes it clear that that appraisal is not to be used for financing purposes. It's just strictly meant for pricing purposes. And I, I just, do you have many in your market who practice that? That's a genius idea. And I encourage that in all of the classes that I teach through Florida Realtors to encourage all of the sellers to get an independent, unbiased appraisal by a third party. Um, the very first reason, like you mentioned, if you're the agent and you're thinking it's worth much less than what the seller is, then you're off the hook. They won't be mad at you. Right. It's a great idea. No, that, I think so too. Yeah, great idea. Okay. So, Kim, in closing, I have one last question for you. How about what happens when the homeowner puts pressure on you and says, hey, uh, the last appraiser came in at $400,000. Where do you think you're going to be? How do you handle that? Uh, usually I, I look right at the seller if they're here in person and I let them know, I'm sorry, that's something we cannot discuss. We do have to stay independent and unbiased and we cannot discuss the valuations with any of the parties of the transaction, just the lender. Uh, that brings another point. If, uh, if we contact a, a realtor or a lender and let them know that we believe the appraised value may come in below contract price on a VA transaction and they turn around and ask, well, where are you coming in at? That's also something we cannot discuss. Yeah, that's always tough because it's very hard for borrowers or homeowners or sellers to understand that even though they're paying for the appraisal and it, they, they think they own the appraisal and it's really for the benefit of the lender. And, and to be honest, I think there's probably a few appraisers out there who are a little unclear as to who their client actually is. And I, I do see that happen from time to time. Well, listen, thanks so much for joining us today. And hopefully your advice will help clear up some communication gaps between the, uh, the cats and the dogs. And uh, we can all live uh, in harmony and sing Kumbaya and no more contentious debates over this. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. In uncertain times, you need a certain partner. You don't have to sacrifice top-notch coverage for an affordable premium. Intercorp has all the options and is sure to have just the right one to fit your specific needs. They provide the appraisal profession with competitive best-in-class ENO coverage solutions nationwide. Having served the insurance needs of the industry for more than 25 years, Intercorp understands the risks you face every day. Whether you're an individual appraiser, appraisal firm, residential or commercial, or an AMC, visit intercorpinc.net to get a competitive quote today. Well, thank you so much, Joan and Kim, for joining us today. That was so interesting to discuss how the communication between appraisers and real estate agents should be. It's a hot button topic that we hear a lot on social media, so it's nice to have some clarification on that. Appraisers, if you aren't already, please make sure to subscribe to get notified of all the latest episodes. Have a great day.